Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to Hot Takes. We got a hot California Valley specific mm-hmm. hot take tonight. I'm Elijah Master. With me as always is Brother Bishke. Roll sound. We got Brother Lucas in the back. Roll camera. And we got Brother Nathan for hey, Prestige Season. Hey, hey, hey. I can hear you all breathing. Hell yeah. <laughs> we just saw Licorice Pizza at the Regency Village in Westwood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And before we even begin talking about that, you motherfucking know we got to check in with our group history with a one, a Paul, a Thomas Anderson. Let's briefly fly through it because, you know, Boogie Nights and uh, various others definitely shaped our young, flexible, pliable film school brains. Changed our lives. Mm. But, Brother Bishke, I know you're chomping at the bit. Yeah. uh, Hard Eight and Boogie Nights changed the course of my life. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Boogie Nights is in my top ten of all time. Yeah. Um, Beyond that, uh, we can't go into all. No, we 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 can't. We can't. We just can't. We got to get, we got a movie to talk about. But, you know, like... Like most people, I I like some better than others, but nothing compares to just the the bang of Boogie Nights for me. And uh, and it hit us at, at such a precise time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. So combining all the '70s filmmakers I love, and and yeah, we can't go into it. Suffice it to say, big but, fan. But we're back in the '70s with this one, so I was excited, and and we will talk about it. Nate. Yeah. What's your flyby history? Well, I think, you know, everybody brought up Boogie Nights, and I think we all did Boogie Nights and then went back to Heart 8, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I call it Sydney because I, I really adore <laughs> There's been a lot of PTA talk, you know, leading up to this movie. We've Some people have rewatched and, and done certain movies. I, I, I'm a fan of his later career. There's there's some hit or misses there, but there's it's a very mature filmmaker, a very dedicated to the craft filmmaker. So we see every, we're going to see everything he does. I'm yeah, personally going to see anything he does in the oh, theater, yeah. and he's really he's still playing. We'll talk about it. We'll get into it with this one. But Justin, for me, I, I mean, Justin I love and I have the same deal we have with PTA that we do with M Night Shyamalan. Oh yeah, you got to see you it. Got it. Whatever's going on, yeah. he's swinging. He's doing something. You got to check it out. Absolutely in the theater. Yeah, and I, and I love when he's you know mischievous. You know, I, I also think he's a filmmaker like that where he's. He's he's they're very personal, but they're also story storytelling. Sure. So I, uh, yeah. Heart Eight is a big yes for me. Heart Eight, Phil Baker Hall's performance. I mean, it's it's very strong, and that's the that's the shadow that looms over his career. And that was the first, I guess, that first artistic uh, desire coming out of him. Yeah, uh, and it feels like that on film. So yeah, but I love I love a lot of the other ones. I think we all can. We have later ones too, but 
Hothead? Yeah, I, you, you playing I, with matches back no, there? What are no, you doing? No, 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 no. I'm I'm silently <laughs> nodding my head along to yes. everything you all are saying. <laughs> I think Paul Thomas Anderson is one of the greatest living American directors working Ooh. today. Ooh, Hotheads really, melting his yeah, he really he heart kind of there. already yeah proved like himself with Boogie Nights. I feel so like everything he's done since then is just like the cherry on top, like bonus. Um, and he really has grown as an artist and chases his own muse and does his own thing, which is very refreshing and um, interesting because he's not trying to like keep his finger on the. He's not doing any reboots. He's not doing any sequels. No, no, not at all. And I'll never forget. Yeah. Seeing Boogie Nights for the first time when it premiered on like HBO on a Saturday night and I was coming home from some party in high school I think it might have been the summer of 97 or 98. I forget exactly. And I like started watching. I just turned it on at like midnight in my bedroom. And it was like, I'd missed maybe the first 10 minutes. Wow. But it immediately. <laughs> you grabbed... didn't see that in the theater? No, wow. I missed it. I missed it. And immediately grabbed my attention. And I remember thinking like, this is amazing. And staying up, you know, till 2, 2.30 in the morning <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever it was. But yeah, ever since I've, I've always been, uh. Yeah, ready to see his films opening opening night. And tonight we did in 70 millimeter. Which yeah, is we know. This is like the second or third 70 millimeter P.T. Anderson good. movie yeah. I think I've seen. You guys are all very eloquent in your PTA love and light and warmth. And the undercurrent for this show is we all have to go to the bathroom. So we're going to keep this thing moving. I <laughs> agree with all of you. Yeah. Let's get to that motherfucking schnapps. How do you get the protein as quick as possible into the bloodstream? A little schnapps. From Rotten Tomatoes, Alana Kane and Gary Valentine grow up, run around, and fall in love in California's San Fernando Valley in the <laughs> 1970s. Period. Beautiful. That's be- yeah. Oh, wow. That's all you okay. Need. Beautiful schnapps. Drop the mic. It's prestige season, and this is a movie that right away it takes you to another time it it, it puts you in that 70s feel it, yeah i mean like easing guess, into a warm i guess bath. you're correctly i mean it wasn't too hard because nixon, nixon was in there it was 73 yeah it yeah. felt 73 mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and we saw it in 70 millimeter it is very interesting just seeing film you know mm-hmm. if you're you're just oh, it has so, a quality you're so used right away to, it has a soul a pulse yeah it does. All it, the beautiful flares and all the stuff that happens with the lenses. The and grain and the dirt. So beautiful. It puts you right back in there. And so that is instantly genuine. There's never that moment of feeling like the movie's straining for credibility, at least to put you in a time and place. Never. You can skip all that because yeah. it's automatic, which is cool. Even down to, like you guys are saying, like the font treatment in the opening credits very 73 <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. it was like lime green over black i mean it yeah. was just... it's like the george lucas font from uh star wars exactly exactly yeah and and, and the level of detail reminded me of, of of tarantino's um once upon a time in hollywood sure just mm-hmm. in terms of just all the detail of the sound and you know the radio playing and the all the restaurants and different places just and just if, fetishizing the valley and if I you love. lurk around in the valley as much as you do yeah like it's 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 a candy treat oh yeah and it never like lingers to to be self-conscious about it it's just moving right. through these places a lot of and running. that's what gave it authentic and running oh, <laughs> running through the places yeah. Um, a lot of public outdoor places that were, uh, you know, noticeable to be the valley. So we're following Ballpark. Cooper Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Mm-hmm. And you do get those eerie flashes of mm-hmm. his you know, laugh sometimes. Yeah. And the like three quarter view it. of him looks like just like shaggy. 
He's definitely his own his own guy, but wow, yeah, really see it. And unfortunately, through some of it, I was just like, oh, kid, stay away from that. Stay away from that powder. Don't don't ride that white horse. Maybe he's scared straight, you know, because there is a sweetness that, you know, is definitely it. A lot of that has got to be him. And a lot of Alana's character has got to be her. You Mm -hmm. know, it just comes through. Yeah, they feel they both feel very confident and earnest, and yes, I think the I think themselves got captured. Yeah. yeah, which is what you need for this movie. Like you need you need that complete vulnerability. You know, you need that earnestness, that sweetness, that innocence to sell some of this stuff because the movie is a Shaggy Dog hangout movie. Yeah, yeah, That's like QT's sweet love story. Into it's a vibe, mm-hmm. and took I'd say it took me a little while to get on it, but. Yeah, but once you you know, there's there's like short stories within it. There's like yeah. you know, there's lots of incidents. So it was it was you know, there's a lot that you can talk about with different parts of it. And, there's and, different eras of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a whole short film with Bradley Cooper that we'll get to eventually. We'll, we'll get to yeah. that. But the movie basically just covers this sort of you know gray area semi-infatuation semi-friendship between these mm-hmm. two young folks she's older than than he is by about 10 years though. <laughs> yes and just this kind of it really taps into that weird queasy feeling where it's like I, oh i love this person but i can't be with them but if i see them with someone else i'm gonna fucking kill everybody yeah, in I'm just my go one smash, mile radius go smash some windows yeah and it really it taps into that especially in the early going and yeah, it is. It is kind of episodic. Like the kid is a real entrepreneur. He's an actor. He's he's a going, hustler. Totally, he's a hustler. I was very happy that so much of this movie dealt with waterbeds. Water <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. Waterbed talk. Fat Bernie's waterbeds. I kept. I kept on thinking it was fat burning for a while. Yeah, like same. And, same. and, and fat I was burning. like, what? That burns fat? And I was like, oh, fat burning. Well, yeah, the first yeah. name was awful. What was it? Soggy bottom? Soggy <laughs> bottom. <laughs> they dry, they talk about it. Yeah. Sounds I, like shit in your pants. Anybody talking about waterbeds in 2021 has my ear. Yeah. Fully. <laughs> End of story. Like, they could, the whole movie, it could have been called Waterbeds. And Waterbed, it would be Four yeah. Bones immediately. Oh, soggy bottom was the original. <laughs> soggy bottom, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the movie moves on from that. They almost have a love connection mm-hmm. here and there, but then drift apart again. And it's just kind of, it, it kind of just lingers in that sort of holding pattern that they find themselves in. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. And I thought it was going to keep ratcheting up. But then once Sean Penn shows up. <laughs> I thought he was going to be the obstacle, man. It, it gets really episodic where I'm like, okay, is this a TV show now where it's the one with the actor that comes into town? Then there's the Bradley Cooper stuff who plays John Peters. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, yeah. wild and it's crazy, but it feels like an episode of a show to me. And I'm losing track of these two characters that I am trying to be all in with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the center, man. They're the beating heart of it. But with that section, with that suite from Sean Penn into Bradley Cooper, I feel like I lost track of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just me. What did you guys think of that stuff? Mm. Yeah, I was hoping when Peter showed up, that was like when the movie really came to life for me. Really? Finally. Okay. Yeah, which was like way deep into it. 
See, but, that's where I was off the train. So P.E. Sean Penn's character <laughs> didn't, didn't really pay off, though. It was, yeah, it was just like another episodic kind of aside. Yeah, but Bradley Cooper, wow, what a performance. And, and what a prick. He's yeah. basically he's basically <laughs> the Alfred Molina Boogie Nights character in this. Where yes, he just kind yes. of pops up. He's a menacing, you know, sort of friendly but pretty menacing figure. And he's omnipresent. Like he's just he's in the bushes. And he, yeah. he seems over. to come out of nowhere. But but my <laughs> issue is he takes over. And oh yeah. Our our lead couple is just kind of like staring at him. You know, yeah. like it, I'm losing track of that. And then he's gone. So it's almost like you cut him out of the movie. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah, that's mean, just another guy vying for, you know, Alana's attention. And sure, he, it's like yeah. a pissing contest. He he, I I mean, he goes against uh, Cooper. There. I get that. But by that point, we've seen this. We saw it with the Sean Penn character. She's she's, you know, cozying up to him, making him jealous. So it's a beat that we keep getting. Yeah. And you get it again with Safty as the mayor. And then, yeah. and then and the partner. You know, <laughs> and then we're yeah. off on this on this councilman election subplot that was my least favorite part of the movie but she's trying to break away from these seemingly you know these kids that she's hanging sure. with. she sees it she sees it as like uh, you know this is where i'm my, uh, my most myself i'm enjoying being with these guys but these kids are kids you know yeah she just she just jumps into the deep end i think all the that's political great camping. but i just feel like we lose focus of that tension between the two like mm -hmm. it's i get that she's trying to move on with her life and everything but especially Bradley Cooper, he overpowers the broth, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what am I, <laughs> what am I even to think about this? And I know it's a shaggy dog movie. And sometimes you just kind of go on a side mission and have fun, but it derailed what little plot that I was clinging to for me. And mm -hmm. I just kind of felt adrift mm -hmm. and I didn't want to feel adrift, but I don't know. I thought the whole short film with Bradley Cooper was like, it's great. It's showy. It's showy. Yeah. Out of context or just yeah. like by itself, I'm like, oh, uh, Bradley Cooper plays John Peters and a, and a ragtag group of kids have to install a waterbed in his house. And he tells them, don't fuck it up or I'll choke you all out and I'll kill your whole family. <laughs> yeah, I'm into every <laughs> single syllable of that. But tacked into this movie, I don't know. It mm -hmm. feels like the third chapter in Pulp Fiction to me that I always hated where they shoot the guy and they have to call in the wolf. I'm like, this is its own thing. Well, you the, know? Oil, the oil embargo, I mean, was <laughs> at, at, at turns, you know, educational yeah. and at turns kind of like, okay, why, sh okay, why would this stop their immediate life other than just the, the, right. the waterbeds connected to that and also the gas just getting around? <laughs> Granted, I didn't smoke even a thimble lungful of marijuana tonight. Yeah, maybe that would have And that might have yeah. helped me relax yeah, it, it helped bit. in here and guys. It got me through the first 30 minutes, but the movie started 20 minutes late, so I was sober <laughs> for like a solid two hours of I was wondering, LT, what you were making of this plot, because you you are very on top of making sure these filmmakers <laughs> right well like plot 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 yeah, yeah. where where I, are you I, landing on this? I yeah I uh, I knew it was a hangout movie going in sure yes. and the trailer yes. didn't really s set the world on fire for me 
Well, we saw it like 800 oh, times. Right, too. right. That first all trailer. The beats, you're waiting for. Yeah. Oh, movie whenever you heed the beats, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, man. We got to stop watching trailers. We, we, yeah. we should. All together, yeah. Um, but I, I remember thinking at one point, like, oh, this must be getting to towards the end of Act 2, like the climax. And I looked at my watch. No and it was one hour in. And I knew I was it was going like, to be. It's a couple hours, and right? I, yeah. So and yeah. I was like, wait a, a second. Of there, there's still like another <laughs> hour and change left of this. Like, oh. Yeah, when they when they started the Benny Safdie political campaign. Was one too many boats. I thought yeah, it was either. over. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Okay, we're in for another chapter here. It's another episode. I thought maybe she was going to die on the back of the motorcycle with Sean Penn. <laughs> and then the whole movie would have been like, holy shit, where was I? Yeah. And, and his summer yeah. is over. You know, the I, I summer thought, of love I is for over. I sure something bad was going to happen. <laughs> she she would have flown off during that stunt anyway, I, which is I a Sean ridiculous gonna part die, in the movie. Yeah, on the stunt. Oh, yeah. He fell down hilariously. That was just some random <laughs> surreal comedy. Sean Penn feels like he wasn't even playing a character. Yeah, that like is how he, Sean Penn really he just is. leans yeah. in. He leans in and tells camera. you about his war stories, oh, and there may or may not be the roles in films. Yeah, that was it's great. like is this casualties of war. Your She's time like, is in this real or a movie yeah. lines. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of amazing stuff, and like you can close your eyes and throw a dart and hit something great every time you throw it. Just the baking of it, the the so, the bottom was soggy for me because <laughs> I lost track of these two that I cared about, and it wasn't ratcheting up. It was flying around in a holding pattern, and that that's what made the end like not that crazily triumphant for me. I'm like, oh, they finally fucking kissed. They finally figured it out. <laughs> yeah, Great. it doesn't really land well, for me either. I, I I wasn't cheering. But if the but if the screws were tightened just a little bit. Maybe that would have been different, but I don't know. That's that's not the movie that this is. No, I was vibing with the valley. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Yeah. was just. I can just look, like under the spell. The cinematography was just you know just looking at all the valley relics that I've been looking at for years, but just <laughs> imagine through the lens of 1973. I just yeah, just you can tell by the magic hour light. Sometimes you can just tell you're in the valley. You're deep. Yep. Yeah. You're somewhere in Noho or wherever he was shooting. <laughs> you just feel no, it. Or, or the yeah the labyrinth labyrinthian nature of the the boost mm -hmm. you know when they're at his club you know he has a place that he, that's that's the valley yeah you go to yeah. a place and they got that those candles mm -hmm. and, those, and that, that shit lighting. probably hasn't even changed no <laughs> he probably just went in hasn't. there and yeah set up <laughs> mm -hmm. all right well our bladders are full y'all let's go with them licorice pizza bones Anything you, you seem like you got a little love and light sparkle. I do. Back I there. do have love and light for this. Uh, to me, I mean, it, it's it's all about that couple, and they're a couple of awkward, gawky looking kids. I you know, love and how I, they I think I was just loving every detail: their teeth and, and his Very pimply real. face, and like and close then her ups, close ups. The first act of her. You know, very unglamorous shots. I don't know. I, I was just like, whoa, whoa, okay. It's great. And and then and then you start to kind of like feel them as real people, uh, yeah. and, and that's that's important for a piece like this, for you to be totally immersed in like that's not this guy or you know, yep. you know this actor. Um, it had a dreamlike quality that I I kind of responded to. There's there's scenes of the of the um, premiere lights that are almost at every one of his venues yeah, yeah. that shine in yep. and and frame moments. That's good shit. Uh, and 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 they 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 framed them for me in, in a special way. So I. I think this is an important film of what you bring into it. I mean, the love story for me, it was connecting because, you know, there's those transient periods in time where it's just like 
it's it's just about you and her mm -hmm. and all the obstacles in between. So it felt like a very personal film for PTA. I mean, it felt it felt like he's just running around in places. I'd love to do that as a filmmaker, is yeah. to run around and film literally that running. They probably the literally mean a lot to him. <laughs> some corners or this street. Uh, um, so it had what I really liked is the dynamic between the families, uh, the Hyam family and the, all the girls are all present there. Very complicated. And then also his there, his on Gary Valentine's side, very complicated, not not present. Some of them. Right. And his his uh, relationship with his brother. All those details are just yummy and probably even yummier on a second viewing. So sure. for me, this is a strong piece. I mean, I, I thought it was dreamlike. Uh, the Valley just brought brought me right there. So I'm like three bones. Three bones in the valley of dreams. And that's just for first. Nathan. We got to digest. We got to digest a little yeah. bit. Yeah, dear listener, you must understand. Paul Thomas Anderson movies. You don't really get them fully yeah. right after the first viewing. Like you just can't. There's too much. So yeah. we are. This is the hottest take. The hottest moments ever. after leaving. We are right out of the, the brick theater, oven. Yeah. yeah. So please cut us some slack as time goes on and we actually figure out what the fuck we feel yep. about this movie. But, <laughs> uh, Brother Bishke, the Valley Boy. Yeah. Um, we're going to save you till after oh. Lucas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm also a Valley Boy. Uh, grew up in California my whole life, but lived in Northern California for about 15 years before moving down to L.A. after I got my learner's permit. Mm. Uh, and lived in North Hollywood, went to high school in Burbank and spent time pretty much everywhere trolling around, going to movies. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm a yep. big, big fan of, yeah, Valley set films and period films, uh, such as this. And, uh, there were some laughs along the way. I did chuckle more than the people <laughs> sitting sure. in either side of me, but, um, I was definitely wanting more tension or stakes or, sure. Just more audition scenes, you know. A lot of, a <laughs> that lot doesn't of, sound like you. A lot of it just felt, yeah, I know, just too clipped or episodic or whatever. And yeah, it just goes on and on and on. And by the end, yeah, when they finally kiss, I was just like, eh, you know, okay, I guess. Like, didn't really touch me. Uh, I'm going to go with one and a half bone. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, fuck. I think I just pissed in my pants. Oh, no. I broke we water. Sprung a leak. Oh, I really got to go. a leak in the back. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why Bishki comes right after. Our seesaw yeah. over here, yeah. Good planning. Uh, Let's suture, I'm, suture I, that wound. My love and light is with is connected with Nathan. Uh, um, yeah, I, you know, the themes developed, you know, kind of like her, kind of remind me of like Long Goodbye where there's just this weird yeah. shit that goes on in L.A. and you just meet these creepy yeah. dudes throughout. And it's that, all one level. And it's too. kind of like <laughs> her, you know, she just kind of go, leaves um, – Gary and, and and then just runs into these creepy dudes and, yeah. and has to go back. And they kind of hammered it home a little too much with maybe like the third subplot <laughs> of that happening. The but, political um, wax game. <laughs> but still, um, just the weirdness of, you know, characters you encounter in the valley on any given day. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and love that and love the 70s vibe. A lot of callbacks to Boogie Nights and many little details. And... Uh, so, yeah, I got on the vibe of it. I, I, th I think I liked it more than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just because. Ooh, ooh. Um, I'm kind of there, too. I think the inc there's just more incidents. There's more stuff going on. It wasn't so deliberate. Um, it's a lot of movie. I mean, you f you know, you do feel the length, but it but there's a lot that happens in it. 
Uh, I'm going to give it three bones with Brother Nathan. Yeah. Three bones. It was a very cozy film that I'd love to see at the holidays. And Cozy. That is a yeah. good word. Cozy, yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. You can smell the smoke, the, c- the cigarettes. The smoke and the B.O. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the B.O. The, you know, the pinball B.O. The liquor sweats. <laughs> yeah. Liquor right. pizza. So three, three, one and one half. <clears throat> You know, it, it's complicated for me. I really do think I need to see it again with managed expectations of, mm-hmm. you know, the this this plot that I thought was going to stay a little bit more on the rails or was going to go a little bit more into, yeah, like Lucas said, tension or stakes. Now that I know that that's not the point or that's not on the table, I think it'll be a much smoother viewing. So I'm going to incorporate my bones into mm. that future. These are future bones, okay, kind okay. of, yes. if, if I may, out of the spirit of love and light. I got to give it three bones. It's ambitious. It's cozy. And, you know, this viewing is maybe two and a half bones, but I think my next one's going to be three. So I'm going to give it three. The future bump. The, that's the future, future bump. Future boost. Future bump. <laughs> I would have given future more, boost for sure. more bones if we had more John Peters, especially after they fucked up his house and his Ferrari. He kind of needs his own movie. But then yeah. it never like happened, so I was like, that's a cheat. Like You're just cheating now. Like I don't like to be cheated. I want a know? Bradley Cooper, John Peters biopic that is unauthorized. <laughs> because yeah. the John Peters sequence has a beginning and a middle, but it does not have an end. No, it doesn't. And then they show footage from what appears to be the end of the sequence that didn't make it into the movie in the end credits where he's like busting up. I think there's a lot that probably got left on the cutting room floor. I I witnessed PTA about a year ago filming this film in uh, Sherman Oaks and that scene definitely was cut because it was not at the Little League field. (laughs) So there's a lot yeah, I'm sure there's episodes upon episodes that were cut from this film, but yeah. Well, I like that, you know, I like your your idea of the anticipation of what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then now you know. Now that and, I know. And you, you, you know, you put that canoe in the water now. And that's now you what, know that's how what it's I had flow. to do with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. It's yeah, like same. Yeah. You really have to, you know, you get, you get hit in the face with what it actually is, and you try to reconcile that with your expectations. Your expectations don't mean shit. The yeah. movie is what it is. I'm going to revisit both of them, <laughs> but I, I like to give them a little time. But Yeah. Yeah. But this is Hot Takes. Hot hottest, Takes, y'all. Hottest. Bringing you the sizzling hottest takes. We got to go empty our bladders, yeah. y'all. Yeah. All together in unison. <laughs> we'll we'll find a trough. We're going to find this alley over here. We'll, we'll find a, a trough in Westwood <laughs> so we can all stare into each yep. other's eyes while we yep. do it. To BJ's, gentlemen. To BJ's. To BJ's, love and light, y'all. Love and light, licorice pizza. P-I-C-C-A. You're a pizza. Oh, did I happen to say? I want pizza. P-I-C-C-A. I want pizza. And bring some chicken, throw it on top, and make your finger lick it. Guacamole meatball with cream pouring like waterfalls. Here's a little sausage to make it hot. Here's a lot of ice cream to hit the spot. Toss the fish, let it fly, fly, fly. Pizza Pie. Pizza. P I C C A.
rise like a souffle. Give me pizza. P-I-C-Z-A. I want pizza. You think we should stop? No way. Get your motors running, cause here we go. Top of the sauce, spreading it slow. It's a vibe. 